Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Um, this episode, I would like to share with you a a story from, um, I would say, a listener, alright, an avid listener of Berhantu for quite a while. And I think she has decided to share her story of her own. Let's just call her Ila. Okay, so this happened in a LaSalle campus, uh, not the one in Bankulan, but this is the one in Winstead campus. Uh, I do not know whether you guys know about this uh, Winstead campus. So the Winstead campus, it was formerly a madrasa. Okay, madrasa Al-Rushad, I think in the late 90s until early 2000s. Um, okay, anyways, <laughs> if you all know the story about this madrasa, there was mass hysteria back in the 2000s. Um, I'm not 100% sure about, about it. I'll probably ask a couple of friends who have been from that madrasa before. And, and and see because I, I think when it happened it wasn't during our time. I think it was much later. Okay, now that's very telling on my age. <laughs> okay. So this is a story about Lasa Campus. Um the one in Bankulan, the one that I was um schooling in um for a good portion of, of my time in college. So I've had I've had the pleasure of um schooling in the one at the campus the cat uh Goodman for one and a half years and then the next one and a half years we went and we moved to the new campus which is the cat um Bankulina. there's nothing scary about that space because it's a very it's a very busy space you know uh, it's right in the middle of little india um a lot of good binket to try and we can have like briyani over over lunch and all that so aku tak ada apa-apa dekat sekolah tu but i think there was a friend who was a fashion student who said um i think i shared this story before he was he was working inside the room and then he said that at the back the um but apa tu that um what about that that sewing machine just switched on by itself and it was just like and when he looked there's no one there um and he was alone in that in that sewing room um it was about close to 11 at night but that that was in the basement the basement is a bit creepy lah so because it's very quiet but i left to go to the toilets in the basement because tak ramai orang pakai and it's very clean anyway that's besides the matter okay let's move on to ila um hello Aviz. i've been an avid listener of brahantu for quite a while and decided to share a story on my own I'm a fellow alumni of LaSalle. I graduated back in 2018-2019 and having, having been there for three years, we all have a fair share of experience with the supernatural. Um, I really love the stories that were shared on the main campus, but have you ever heard stories from the Winstead campus? So this is the, the, the smaller campus. Lah. If not, then let me share something I've experienced and a story from a friend. Um, I'm going to start with a little backstory about the Winstead campus. This place had a history. Before it was known as the Winstead campus, it was formerly a madrasa. Um, Al-Rushad, which I told you, uh, back in the late 90s till 2000s. I didn't know about this until my aunt, who was a teacher at Irshad, told me that this was their former location. But the interesting part that she shared wasn't really about its former residence, <laughs> residence, um, even the commas, eh? and it was about why they moved. Though I'm not 100% sure if it's true, she did say that there was a case of mass hysteria that occurred at the school. No other facts were shared, just that the fact on how they called in and who start for this matter. Now, let's head back to the present. As a fine arts student at LaSalle, we only occupied the main campus for the first year. The next two years, we were situated at the Winstead. Um, the Winstead campus where our studios were at and most of our classes were held. Before we shifted over, our seniors would always tell us to be careful if you stay late or even things like how we should never be alone if you were to stay till late night. Some even shared that they've seen and experienced a lot of stuff being there. Sometimes these stories fuel our minds to be a bit more imaginative. 
which is why I don't really believe these stories until I experience it myself. So when we first got to the campus, it wasn't really spooky in terms of how it looked, but it was an old school. The toilet was old, the floors were cement, and the whole infrastructure spells schools back in the early 90s with a bit of repainting. As, um, and there were a lot of big trees, right in front and in the back. The school looks normal in the day, but at night, well, we just don't look up at the trees. Sometimes your mind can play tricks on you. I'll start with my story. It's a short one, but till this day, I've always wondered whether I did experience something supernatural or was my mind playing tricks on me. It was my final year at LaSalle, and being art students, our studios are our second homes. I don't particularly like staying there till late night, but I have stayed till 12 to 1am just to finish up my work. But this incident didn't really happen on those nights. Instead, it happened at 6.30 to 7pm, where it's still lit outside. It was another normal day in the studio. After doing some work, I had to take a quick toilet break. So, let me get into the details of how the toilets look. Just as I've said above, it's old, okay? It doesn't look anything like the main campus toilet. It looks like an old school toilet with cemented floorings. The toilet was naturally dark and the door was mostly kept open because it wasn't very well lit. It had two small openings, um, a small window near the main door and a rectangular window to ventilate the area at the top of the toilet. Here's a layout of what it roughly looks like. Uh, she has given me a photo, I will try and, and, and put it online, okay? The female toilets had pink cubicles and the material of the door wasn't the heavy one, but rather the lighter ones, you know, the light plastic ones, the empty ones. Yeah, okay. I won't say I'm brave, but I'm usually quite skeptical when it comes to supernatural stuff. So these things don't really spook me just make me feel a bit off. So I went to the toilet, and as usual, the main door was wide open. I don't bother switching on the lights because it wasn't that dark, and I didn't have to worry much with the door open. I took a piss at the second cubicle nearest to the main door, and when I left the cubicle to wash my hands at the sink area, almost all the cubicles had their door open, including mine, All right, as I remembered being able to see the toilet bowls for all cubicles. As I was washing my hands, I happened to look at the mirror in front of me and I could see the reflection of the cubicles behind me very clearly. Strangely, one of the cubicles door slowly closes itself shut. And what's eerie about it was that it happened to be the cubicle that I had just left. My gaze was very focused on the door because there were no other movements but that cubicle alone. And the door closed very nicely, just enough for you to lock the doors from inside. There were no fans in the toilet, only two small windows, and it didn't make sense if it was the wind because one, the doors were shut. Two, um, and it made, and, and, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, because it didn't make sense as if it was the wind because only one of the doors was shut. It made more sense if two or three more followed suit, but there was none of that. Immediately after the door closed, I quickly washed my hands and left the toilet. It wasn't very spooky, but it was eerie at least. Now, this happened to my friend. She didn't share with this with us until recently, four years after we graduated, because she said she didn't want to scare anyone with it. I'm going to call her Ellie in this story. So Ellie was a studio mate of mine, which meant that we shared the same studio and did our work in the same space. Ellie is a frequent late-night worker. She's one of the few studio mates who stayed till late night to finish off her work before going home. Our studio had two doors, one at the front and the other at the back. Both of the doors were glass doors, so you could see who's walking past outside. There's at least five to six people in one studio, and each of us had a designated area to work at. Hers was situated near the glass doors, and her table was faced outwards, so she could naturally see anyone who walks along the corridor. 
um our studios are pretty much like school class classrooms that were facing a corridor and the windows are on the opposite side whiteboard in front of the class exactly the same layout so this happened one night Ali happened to be one of the last few students who stayed over at school. There will usually be one or two students from neighboring studios. However, for this night, she happened to be the only one left on that level. Ali had her laptop on and was doing some research on some artworks and being alone in the studio, she blasted her music out loud so that she doesn't feel that scared. As she was looking up images on her laptop, she noticed someone walk past the studio humming something very softly at first. She didn't think much of it because she thought it could be someone from the neighboring studios. So she continued doing her work. Few minutes passed and she noticed a woman walking past the studio again. <sighs> Stress. Humming the exact same tune she heard. This time, she was a bit spooked because she didn't really recognize who that person was and how she was even able to hear the humming in the first place because she said her music was very loud and she isn't sitting right in front of the door. There was quite a distance between the door and herself. Again, she didn't think too much about it and went back to quickly finish her work so she could leave. A few minutes passed and again, she saw the same lady pass by her studio. This time, the humming was louder than before. Uh, okay, I don't like this. Um, by this time, she felt the room grow colder and the humming was no longer outside the studio. It was in the studio. The humming grew louder and louder, even louder than the music she was blasting until she heard it right by her ear. She said she couldn't understand what language the humming was in. It wasn't Chinese, it wasn't Malay or Tamil. They seemed like a bunch of words strung together. Immediately after this, she shut her laptop, ran out of the studio without switching off the lights or aircon. So that is the story that happened to Ali, and this was shared by Ila. Um, oh my god! Okay. Uh, so this Winstead campus, actually, kalau korang pernah pergi, if you guys have been there before, it's um, yeah, it's a very old campus. Um, and if you look it up online, it's very dark. So she says that. The school is pretty dark in general because this area doesn't have much HDB. So when it's nighttime, the surroundings are mostly pitch black with few light sources. Um, uh, Winstead campus. So if you guys have have um have a chance, you can go to the Winstead campus and take a look. It's very dark and yeah, and it's right. It's true. Ada banyak pokok. There's a lot of big um pokok right at the front and at the back of the campus. Um, I used to think it's a holding site, but actually no, it's it's like a working campus for our fine arts students. Um, but thank you so much, Ila, for that story. And if you all have any other story to share with me, please feel free to 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 do so. Um, any stories in polytechnics, any stories in ITEs, please feel free to share. Um, I think I shared a couple of stories um about Singapore Poly before. Yeah, about about the the girl who was in the recording room, and then she saw someone pakai macam baju like Qing Dynasty or something like that, just standing outside staring at her. She was a mescom student, by the way. Um. Anyways, okay, okay, okay. I don't want to freak myself out. Um. Thank you so much. Um. I have more stories for you in the coming week. And good night, everyone. Bye bye.